on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition, an existential crisis. What makes a phablet? Is it just a two-in-one? Does it have to be a phone at all? And how does Windows 10X stack up against Android? Okay, so first and foremost, since we're on the topic of the uh, Ubercopter, is that the formal name, by the way? Is it just Ubercopter? Yes. Okay, Ubercopter. 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 It's kind of fun to say. Ubercopter. Ubercopter. Just to confirm, the the ride to the helipad, that's part of that fee, right? So the car picks you up, takes you to the helipad, then you get on the helicopter. That's all one price, right? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I... Let me me see if I can find out. I, I... I don't know 100%. I do know the ride itself is $200, but if you are coming from further away, I, I'm i not sure if they're going to give you such a break. Do you get surge copter? Yeah, you surge might get copter surge prices. Copter. I don't know. Everybody wants to leave Manhattan. I will try 8X. to find out while we're, while we're discussing. That's about as much for that helicopter ride to get me to the airport for any air ride I would take. I don't do a lot of traveling. I don't go very far, so I'm like going back and forth between upstate buffalo area that's about a 200 hundred dollar round trip plane ticket so i'm doubling down to get the helicopter ride there it would yeah. be fun though it would be fun i'll take yeah. that yeah uh next question let's take one from imagine soggy he says uh did you just call the duo a phone now help me here guys i know that there's been a lot of buzz and back and forth from sure. microsoft that the duo is not a phone. So what the hell are we calling it? It is a phone. What is it a takes phone? phone calls. What is a computer? Hold what is on. a phone? It's uh, <laughs> okay. Playing. Yeah, I, I understand that on stage they said this. This isn't just a phone. Right. Uh, it's a surface device. We don't really but know. It's a phone. It takes phone calls. So and what we, else is it? And we don't know the the, the, the the band, the cellular situation. I mean, yeah, if, if you're if you're really into phones, you want to know how it how it connects and how the antennas are and everything. Oh, we, we don't know those details, but it can be used as a phone yeah as part maybe of it's the more sizzle of a reel, tablet as, right as part of the sizzle reel the woman opened it up folded it all the way around and then you know put it in her in her ear i mean it looked like a smartphone now that is an additional interesting usage right there where you're using it for a phone call but afterward is there a possibility you might be able to use the, both of the outfacing screens for something. I, I don't really know. In general, a lot of these phones, the the foldable phones, it's the whole uh, beauty and the interest of them is, is that it's a more immersive experience when you open it up and you almost use it like a tablet. I do wonder if people are going to get a little, um, you know, taken out of that moment because of the hinge in the middle as mm-hmm. opposed to the fold, the Galaxy Fold's crease. But um, I, I like the fact that there are some differences in the market. So kind of get an impression on what people like more than others. I mean, I never minded the crease on the 3DS. Right. I found it. Which I still huge. was immersed in all of those games with that fold. So maybe that's maybe maybe that was the future product. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do honestly believe that we're, we're going to the, the Galaxy Fold is going to have to get more robust and a little less delicate, obviously. Absolutely. And the prices are absolutely going to have to go down. The memo has been clearly close. written. And maybe future folds will not have that super flexible screen design. Maybe they will also go to the hinged dual display. Yeah, it's possible. Um, something that's Gorilla Glass and, you know, like those others, because anything that flexes like that, you worry about breakage. Sure. So I'm going to say naively. Fablet. Fablet. The return, Fablet. <laughs> the return well, like of the Fablet. a foldable Fablet. It is a foldable phablet, and I, I, honestly, that's a little more disappointing in my mind that it's just a hinged. 
thing that you can see that's not really so futuristic. We have been here before. We have been here in different ways in the past with folding devices and with dual devices. And I think about the weird explosion of nested devices, nested devices, strange phone forms before the iPhone, that whole 2004 to 2007 period where the sidekick would flip up and, um, you know, we may be heading towards that point now with devices where we're, we're re-experimenting before we hit the new form that we settle on. Yeah. So there yeah, could be like a four-year period of like well, ex- evolution explosion. I think that would be fun, at least for reporters and reviewers to see that kind of thing. We'll see if uh, the market is interested. We'll see if consumers are interested. But I know from our perspective, what was really that different with the iPhone this year, other than they added a camera? Incremental. It's Every year it's incremental. And it's like it's like laptops, when laptops were still having significant increases in, in the processor speed, where you know every year gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then you'll probably cap off on those types of phones and say, okay, we've we're already kind of there. People get phones every three or four years. A lot of people that I know um, where they go, okay, I don't need a couple of new features, even if they're interesting. Sure. Absolutely. We're yeah. splitting hairs over here in the chat. Michael Brown asks, is it technically a phablet? Uh, Commander Tram points out that that might be an internal Microsoft name, but can it be a phablet when it closes only down to 5.6 inches? Well, oh, can I, you I, fold it around semantics, reverse? Semantics. I think it, it, yeah. right. I agree with sure. you, BVG. I, does it really matter what we call it? I no. mean, it makes phone calls. He you says, know, Michael suggests two in one. Uh, that suggests a laptop or like a tablet laptop. Two in one. Like a, Maybe call it Duo. A duo. A duo <laughs> right. would be a great name for it. No, I, I always I think saw we a two-in-one as something that's in the tablet with, with a keyboard type of thing or a um. We never had good. We never had good names for all those Windows laptops, hybrids and uh, flippables and flippables, tentables. tentables. uh, I don't know the yoga and like all the. Sure. You know, we. I I wrote a piece way back that was about like the whole like evolutionary explosion of the different uh, families. It it felt like looking at like a bird that had created multiple branches of evolution. Right. This is the one that has the flexible hip, and this is the one that. Has the screen pop out? We're going to have a lot of things or we don't have good names for them. We'll have a good name for it. If Let's have a contest. Somehow. Right. If, if for whatever reason this becomes super popular, it will get a name. And at this point, it's foldables, I guess, is the closest thing you get to it. Foldables. Foldables. Yeah. Foldables is like it's like wearables. It's like acceptable. Sure. We should have a CNET contest to come up with the best name for these random things. Either way, Michael, is that an acceptable name for you? A foldable as opposed to, I don't know, a two-in-one? Let's go ahead and farm it out. If anybody comes up with a good name, name. because right now I'm going to be devil's advocate. Most of the names on these devices suck. Tweet at us. We'll make up a hashtag, something like name that folder. I don't know. Uh, And try to come up with the better better category. for this type of device, whether Look, it is two in one, whether it is a phablet, uh, come up with something completely unique. I don't care. Look, uh, but yeah, tweet at us. Look, Nintendo DS. Nintendo came, never came up with a good name for that device. Yeah, DS is not a good name. It's short for dual screen, right? Right. They just gave up Nintendo DS and it did very well. So, you know, it doesn't really matter what you call these things. Things succeed regardless. 
there you go. I just want electronics to be named like cars, you know, like the uh, the Ford Escape or the Bronco or, <laughs> you know, wouldn't that be way cooler if your phone was like, oh, this is the this is the Cougar. The Microsoft Victory. I agree with you. What that the hell the, is a victory? Like, I don't know. What's a what's a what's a cougar? No, see yeah. exactly. Or That's what's the response you want to elicit. Now, uh, now I'm intrigued. What's a victory? Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. The Microsoft Wombat. <laughs> I, I agree it. that the iPhone names have kind of veered into refrigerator names, where it's the iPhone six G S seven two eleven eleven Mark BX <laughs> iPhone eleven Pro. Max. Max S beta. It's like you feel like you have to take a breath. Do a better job, guys. Okay, let's <laughs> have can, let's you have can some do a little better. We're on a groove here. Let's have some fun with this. What would Apple's pretentious uh gimmicky name be for something of this of a device of this sort? The Steve. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's pretentious. He's the man that invented this phone. Now we're gonna name it after him. We call it the iPhone Flex. Oh my god, instead you're of, right. Instead of iPhone X. The iPhone Flen. That's, that might actually fly. <laughs> yeah, you're painfully that's, that's, correct, I'm not sure Scott. if you're joking. I've pronounced Flen like 10. The Flen. <laughs> that's a great idea. The Flen. There the you X go. is a 10. <laughs> Flex. And it's like we had a new vision. Can you deal? I mean, Pro and Air are probably overdone. We need something new. Uh-huh. I I don't know. Do you have any expectation that they're actually going to come out with a foldable phone at the next iPhone event next year? Because my expectation no. is, is that they're going to push 5G at that event. Right. So if we are going to get a foldable from Apple, it might not be until the year afterward. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. I think the area where they could really apply this the most, frankly, would be the iPad territory because... Mm. Like a foldable I, iPad. Yeah, well, it's also I think the battery life would probably handle better. I don't. I think the iPad still has work to be done to figure out where it's going to land, mm. and it's still evolving. Whereas the phone, I mean, the iPhone, you, you, again, you can you can hate it, you can find it boring. It's also really solid and polished. So it's like it's a it ride. It does to, what it does, right? Yeah. You could do a lot worse. Like th- these are good moments when you have products that are so solid and polished and perform great. That, that's a great moment for it's boring tech, like the John Falcone thing I always say. So that's the thing is you don't want to change that up too much because they've been, Apple kind of like creates these p- perfect objects, I feel like, and then they kind of put them aside. If it works, it works. And then it gets annoying because yeah. then years go by, like the MacBook Air, before they changed it, kind of just turned into the same product for like four years. And it was like, we're done. And then they did change it and then things got annoying. But But I feel like the iPhone is approaching that moment of like, it feels like it's done. But but so, then where do you go from there? So I think it's interesting what you mentioned with the iPad. So I remember reading sci-fi books that talk about the idea of devices that are as thin as a sheet of paper that you would yeah. be able to fold like a sheet of paper. And, and it's just basically it's your newspaper, it's your phone, it's whatever the hell you want to use it for. I think this is proving the fact that yeah. that's great for a sci-fi book. But look how difficult it is for these major, major corporations with oodles of money and R&D budgets to actually create just the first iteration of these types of things. So I think that they obviously perceive that future in a similar way that we all have. However, it's much harder to do than, you know, it's it's not that easy to execute. And I'd rather have a moleskin type thing, moleskin, moleskin, that um, unfolds into a more laptop-like form. Mm. Than a phone size thing 
that evolves into a tablet type form. To me, it's like more useful to me because I feel like I got to do work on something. So I like the idea of something that won't be as bulky as a laptop that I could maybe not stick in my pocket. That's yeah. just me. So I, I love I love that Microsoft keyboard that that seems to magnetically or whatever attach and shift on the Neo. That's the, that that stood out in my mind as the most exciting idea if it works well. So it I, was loco. Yeah, I think about that, especially when like the iPad doesn't even have a trackpad yet. That I think about where the iPad could go a little bit more because right next year is going to be about 5G yeah. for Apple, uh, most likely, and and just solving that. BVG. Yeah, actually, people have been really patient, so let's try to knock out some actual questions. Sorry, here. sorry, we just went. <laughs> We've had our fun, and now it's over. We should okay. have a little interruption. It is the Q and A section. Yeah. let's do it. Please go, Commander Tram. Uh, so, with Windows 10X, is Microsoft getting ready to launch a new series of Android-based phones? Secondly, will 10X work with Hololens? Yeah, where was Hololens? I don't know about Hololens, but I got to see it in February, and it was cool. But it's also priced. For no one normal, this is an, a total enterprise use mm-hmm. case device per Microsoft. Microsoft has been really quiet on any of the VR fronts aside from that. But I think it, it, it does bear some interesting questions about, you know, where else could X go? Um, peripherals would be interesting. Like, you know, that I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. So answering the first question, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're going to they're going to try this the duo first. Yes. And, and see if people are interested. It's, yeah, it's possible an, that this is just the like an experimental phone. They put it on a shelf afterward. Uh, I don't. I don't think anybody expects it to be a big seller. So they're going to have to internally decide whether they want to make a Gen two of this. Whether that yeah. results in like more forms for the Gen two. I don't know. We'll see. We still have another year to go before it actually hits the market. So um, it's going to be a bit slow and steady on that part of that question yeah the duo feel i agree feels much more research experiment um neo really feels like the beginning of something totally new for microsoft and between that and like arm processors there's a really interesting flow into where surface goes next uh that i think is already out there all right uh still on the same topic we're talking a little bit more about microsoft datcher asks microsoft is such a tease for making us wait over a year is there a chance that neo and duo will just be vaporware no, um, I would be really that would be such a letdown. They yeah. made that like their big one more thing. Event. Absolutely. And there's um, always a chance. The of there is always a chance. I mean, uh, but I don't think so. Their point in providing it this early was yeah. to yeah. get it in developers hands so that Absolutely. developers could actually do something cool with it. Well, these and are justify ver- the price for it. And and these are re- like there's nothing vaporware about the idea of a hinged dual screen device. You know, like these are mm. totally achievable real things. So it's not something that is a, you know, you see it there, it exists and it's really just about making like you say the software. And that just is about time and getting people on board. So it doesn't feel like it would be but yeah, it's a great question, Dutch. Yeah, because as it's, always, it's entirely possible, and it's a good thing to address. Air power. Yes. <laughs> More questions. Remember air power. Let's spend the last couple of minutes on uh, the Uber chopper, Uber Uber oh, copter. Sorry, I'm going to cool. keep messing that up. It should be Uber chopper. chopper. I have not, by Uber the way, chopper. figured out if it's an additional cost to drive over there. 
you I do. I can't imagine that's got to be bundled in. It wouldn't make do, sense if you, it wasn't. It's, it's all like one click. Except, what if you were like fifteen miles away? You know, like at that point, you're already spending two hundred dollars. You're getting so much nickel and dime. You, I don't know. But you're getting like good Uber value for the car that's ride, true. then folded in. I don't know. It's a good question. I'm sure it flexes. I'm, I'm sorry, I hadn't been able to find that on the fly. So. Anyways, we can try to help Don't more. Know. Is the Uber helicopter service similar to ride sharing like with cars? Now, expanding on this, there's a wild idea from our friend Yan. Uh, Uber could use rooftops of some buildings as drop-off and pickup points, and people can use those helicopters in a ride-sharing manner. So essentially it's... <laughs> Roof sharing, and I don't think I think there's probably like some kind of legal there's problem. Some with yes. There's but some I mean, codes. Yes, there's some codes. You need a helipad. This is Blade Runner. You're basically describing Blade Runner. Right. Just people will show up with origami uh, animals and and then take you for a ride. But he's got a city. point. It does kind of defeat the purpose if you have to take a car ride to the helipad already, and the helipad's on the other side of the city or something but, like that. Oh no, the I city disagree. This is the most first world conversation that we have ever had this on this show. If you've world. ever, if but, you've ever had to deal with the hell. Of getting to JFK, yeah. There's, there's, you have to go over like a causeway where it's just super, super narrow, and you're stuck in traffic no matter what time of day it is, no matter what, what day of the week it is. So the idea of doing an eight minute ride, regardless if you have to drive over somewhere, you are almost certainly going to be saving time doing a helicopter as opposed to driving over there. Which I'm is, not taking that bad. away from you. It is I, a nightmare to get to JFK, but it's also sometimes just a nightmare to get across Midtown. I just finished watching the first episode of American Horror Story Apocalypse, and they're really trying to get to Santa Monica Airport because of the apocalypse. And it's tough, and they don't all make it. So, like, they would have loved to have Uber Chopper, but mm-hmm. who knows if they would have made it. For the low, low price to the, of $200 <laughs> Who knows person? if they would have made it to that helipad. Um, so, I would have liked to see that as, go. like, a sponsored content within that. They're like, look. <laughs> To the Uber chopper, as seen in American Horror Story. Right. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. But yeah, it is is tough to get to airports, fictionally or otherwise. Right. I'm just saying, multiple locations of pickup. Why wouldn't that be better? And I'm sure there are some wealthy uh, um, people around Manhattan who probably it, can afford or already have a helipad on their house to just rent that out. It's the first uh, Uber. Uber no diversifies. I'm sure you know it's the first step. There will be other. If this does well, I'm sure there will be other helip. I would imagine there will be other helipads. It I doesn't agree. seem like a crazy. That's a that does not seem like the very next step. I would argue though, for if the I'm, city BVG, if I'm rich enough to have a helipad in Manhattan, I am not farming it out to anybody else. That is my helipad. No, it's like what about- Airbnb for helipads. You make a couple extra bucks on top. What about just like, you know, you just get like whatever nearby helicopter there is where it's like, you know, they're going to be coming over in a few minutes and like they'll move the stuff out of the back where you can put your <laughs> luggage. There might be some like gifts that they've bought. They don't like even, some they like don't blankets and other things. They don't yeah. even land. They just they throw land. that ladder thing down at you and you go and you climb Uber, up while this Uber Copter X. Like it's just like whatever, whatever <laughs> flying vehicles are around the city that might want to give you a ride. You just grab, grab onto two seagulls and they, and they help you get to the airport. I got a hang glider right come on i'm Birdman. there you go that's an absurd <laughs> that's how serious i take the question of like more helipads in the city well this I'm has sorry. been a great conversation we do have to wrap things up though because i have to go to comic-con but in oh, the sweet. meantime nice. closing thoughts for the week what is the next thing uber is going to uberfy go uh manny patties 
Manny Patty anywhere, anytime. Nanotechnology. Nanotechnology? Yeah, biological of- biological nanotech. Explain. Uber colonoscopy. <laughs> Stop. Small Uber Don't do small it. Uber drones. Check out your check out your check out your, your health, gut. Your health gut health. Needs. Yeah. Okay, those are both terrible ideas. <laughs> Martin from Short, too, Martin Short shrinks down, goes into a little tiny vehicle for a tiny surcharge, surge prices to check Here's out how you're... <laughs> am I even saying this right now? I can't believe I'm, ta- I'm saying this. It's pretty this. funny. There I we like go. It. Okay. There, who knows? Let's let, let's let BVG get to Uber, Comic-Con. but for Comic-Con. Uber Doctors? Yeah, Uber, let's do Uber that. Doctor. Uber Doctors, Uber, Uber Stand-Up Comics. Oh, I would love that. These are what? You're getting onto something. I'm, you're I'm, warming up. Getting there. Cool. Uber carpenters. <laughs> Uber, Uber but for for wood crafting. <laughs> sure, I need a I need something crafted. That was a weird one. <laughs> Astrolabe. Why okay. am I not? Who's making that? Save me. Ben, Save me. From take this. Sorry. All right. Oh, that's what happens. When all right. Tired. Thanks everybody for all your questions. If you enjoyed the show, go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. We are live every weekday morning here on YouTube, Periscope, and CNET.com. Also, you can subscribe to our audio podcast as well as the new and improved Supercharged Extended Podcast on pretty much every platform available. Links to all of these are in the description below for The Daily Charge. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. And I'm Scott Stein. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. 